Far north of Orid, on a small island off the coast of Separd, a violent storm was raging. Wind drove the rain hard into the earth while the ocean swelled and pounded the cliffs on the southeast side with large waves that threatened to break the rocks. Hundreds of feet above the ocean's surface sat a stone and wood monastery that had stood the test of time, weathering thousands of storms just like this. In the pulsing flashes from the lightning strikes, a large winged creature dropped from the sky and touched down just in front of the main entrance. Folding its wings inward, it wrapped its body as with a cloak. Then it began to walk forward. From a distance, it would have appeared as a man ten feet tall, but nothing would have been farther from the truth. The creature extended its left hand forward, and the thick wooden doors into the main dining hall opened effortlessly. The creature ducked under the doorway and walked into the hall, turning to the right where a fireplace was set inside the wall. Again it lifted its left hand, and a portion of the stone wall next to the fireplace swung inward with a deep grating sound. The creature entered the passage and descended an unlit stone staircase. The smell of the sea hung thick in the air, as if the door hadn't been opened in decades. Following the passage, the dark figure descended more than a hundred feet into the earth. Had it followed the passage to its end, it would have seen a cavern at the base of the cliffs, large enough for ships to enter. Instead it stopped and turned east at a narrow cave that most would have mistaken for a dead end. Twenty feet from the main passage was a small iron door, bolted shut and partially obstructed by rocks and earth that had collapsed. The creature extended its hand and the debris began to move aside. Had anyone found this door, it would have been useless to try and open it. Aside from the large bolts permanently holding the door against its frame, there were other, more ancient methods of keeping the contents of this room undisturbed. Placing its hand on the door, the dark figure moved its lips and spoke unintelligible words in a forgotten language. A loud metallic clank rang out, filling the small passageway, followed by the escape of air from around the door. Suddenly the door fell inward to land with a thunderous crash amid a cloud of dust. When the air settled, the creature walked into the room. The space was a perfect cube, thirty feet across in all directions. At the center of the room sat a very large stone box decorated with intricate carvings, inlaid with all manner of precious stones. It might have looked like a sarcophagus, but for the fact that it was twenty feet in length, taking up most of the space in the room. The dark figure walked to the stone box moving with an unearthly gait, as if the force of gravity had no effect on its body. It laid its hand on the box that sat six feet from the floor and began to walk around it, whispering strange words as it moved. When it had completed one revolution, it stopped at the foot of the box. Arise, my son, from your ancient sleep, it spoke aloud. Arise, great hunter of men, eater of their flesh. Arise to a new world. After a moment, there was movement from inside the stone box. The lid, which measured a full foot in thickness, unmovable by any man, slid to the side to reveal a small opening. Slowly, 
An enormous hand of dark flesh came from the opening, its fingers curling around the lip of the sarcophagus. The skin had slight green undertones, more pronounced beneath the fingernails. In form they closely resembled the hands of a human, but much larger. Then the room was filled with emotions of sadness and confusion, wordless communication coming from the coffin. Not yet, my son, answered the winged creature, but I have found you a prey worthy of your skills. His name is Kale, and he is not far from here. The great hand lifted and turned, grasping the lid. Then with unbelievable force the lid flew from the sarcophagus and smashed against the wall.